Do you hear that creepy voice? Recording in progress. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. I feel like um, learning learning the hard way, learning what didn't work is also a great. I think that's probably the better teacher than Google for most, but if you're hearing my voice, that means you're back listening to to an extent. And joining us for our third episode, fake it if you must. I'm Jeanette, and I'm your host, but I'm not the only one you're going to meet along the way. I have a great lineup of co-hosts who are going to help me answer the questions you never knew you wanted answered. So let's get into it. Hold on, we're coming at you. Pretty much welcome back to, to an extent. Uh, this week we're talking about fake it if you must. Confidence is the key to success. Confidence. Fake or real, it can get you through a lot. Is kind of where we're jumping off from. I got Taylor back with me. We're, we're talking about uh, fake it if you must. We're talking about confidence. I don't know where your mind went when you first read the title, but confidence is what we're talking about today. Uh, I don't really have a fun fact to start this one. Other than Google is my friend, and there's so much out there on the interwebs about confidence and there's a lot of things about faking confidence so I know this is not a just a me thing I know I faked my confidence in certain situations um so that would be my fun fact when in doubt um google how to fake your confidence and you will have lots and lots of ideas that surprises me with your psychology degree you don't have a like a set way that you 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 do this (laughs) yeah um I mean there is the psychology side of it, but I think for everybody, depending on how you look at it, it's going to depend on how you take it. Um, for me, I am like with the psych side, there's a lot of reading body language, which can also be a detriment because you can read it wrong. Um, it's not an exact science. It's uh, in most circumstances or in general, um, but like arms crossed could mean that somebody's not happy with you. Um, or is not interested, or that's just where their arms were most comfortable because their back's out or they've been sitting funny all day or whatever the case may be. But yeah, fake it if you must. What Perfect. body language can you see confidence in? Open posture. I was going to say some shoulders back. Shoulders back, head up, um, sitting eye up. Eye contact. Eye contact. Ugh, eye contact. <laughs> it's, always back back to, to- <laughs> it's always back to the eye contact. It's like, like some kind of romance or what? Right? For, for anybody who's just tuning in or maybe didn't catch our first, uh, our first couple episodes, I think we've talked about eye contact in most of them. In most of them. So obviously eye, eye contact may be something I need to personally work on. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, this is audio only. So you're not seeing my um, darting eyes or uncomfortableness of like looking off camera because eye contact is odd and uncomfortable sometimes um but yeah the other things for body language for confidence um pointing your feet in the direction of the person that you're talking to having they call it open posture so arms open not crossed um your feet facing them your whole body facing them if you ever look at somebody maybe their feet are pointed to the side that may mean they want to be done so <laughs> i think i picked part it <laughs> yeah before you even get started or like well, you, you've probably seen it when somebody's like walking up to you and you have no interest or desire to talk to them, whether it be because you don't want to talk to them or you don't have the time. So you kind of like, just like look over your shoulder just a little bit and you're like, Hey, yeah. 
How's it going? Look across the way. Don't make eye contact. Don't don't stare. Not (laughs) helpful. But have you ever had to fake confidence? Would you consider your, we'll start with dog and the squeaky toy. I apologize. He has to play with the squeaky toy all night. I was like, what is that noise? Can you, can you play with a different toy, please? He's confident in his squeak toy abilities. I don't know that anyone ever has to, has to, you know, be confident. You, you choose to be confident. If that's not what you want to do, then that's not what you want to do. No. So first question, I'm going to throw it at you. Would you consider yourself a confident person? I would say in most situations, yes. Yes, most of the time. But, you know, there's always those, it's for me, it's the caught me off guard. There was no, this just wasn't out of nothing. You know what I mean? Just like today, even though it really didn't come out of nowhere. All I did was walk across the street to welcome our new neighbors. And it was like, I don't know, I just expected just him. And then she walks back, walks out and it was like, okay, now I'm off guard. You know, I was expecting just this whole thing had been prepared in my mind oh crap now I have to actually introduce myself to her too (laughs) words with somebody I haven't met before and I don't know how they're going to take me yeah exactly and they have to live across the street from me in an undetermined amount of time so (laughs) it's the silliest things in life because you know you'll probably end up being friends or friendly enough that it's like they don't even remember you know, the most they're going to remember about it is the fact that I brought them cookies. So it doesn't matter what I said. They will remember if it was good or bad cookies. Well, I didn't make them. So, so hopefully they were good. <laughs> they're Meyer chocolate chip cookies. Oh my gosh. I might be just chocolate fanatic, but oh, they're so good. <laughs> I can't help it. Uh, I would say I also like chocolate chip cookies. Subway cookies, though, but I may be biased. Oh, yeah, don't even get me started on those. Their sugar cookies, though, are the... <sighs> You're going to get a cookie, you might as well get sugar. Just don't even worry about it. Just sugar. If, if, if you're going to go for a cookie... See, I at least rationalize. I really enjoy oatmeal raisin, but I also rationalize it. Oatmeal is good for you. Raisins are, are fruit, so I'm getting... Like, I feel like out of all the cookies you could eat, it's healthy. It's not. Like, it's a I, big I don't illusion. Think... I don't think there's anything such uh, as, as a healthy cookie, but at least definitely not. Sugar is way up there too. The sugar is just the worst. You must just go for it. Right. I would say I'm confident in things that I have knowledge about or experience. So like going up and talking to a neighbor um, doesn't freak me out unless I don't have a intended purpose. If I've got a job in mind, I can do it. I can talk to anybody. If I just have to go and make small talk with somebody I've never met, that is where I struggle. That is where I'm not confident. Yep. How's the like, weather today? Oh, yeah. We're all living in the same weather. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Just hopefully somebody just came in from outside that you can ask that. That's that's my go-to trick <laughs> at, um, at the store when somebody comes in and orders and I have like that 30, 40 seconds and waiting on the toaster. And I'm like, so how, how about that weather today? it's the go-to that or any fun exciting plans today you got two go-tos you got to get a couple more (laughs) that's how I fake my confidence have a have a script do what I know best yeah it works and that leads I think to this part I I don't know maybe I maybe I thought of this but I thought 
I read it from you. Confidence can be learned. I definitely agree with that statement. Yes. I've been, I can think of like two distinct situations that I really had to like fake it, phone it in, like had to almost act because that was not me, but that's what, that's what I needed to do to get the job done. So, yeah, definitely can be learned, learned and improved hundred percent. If you have the will. I absolutely learned from Google. And experience, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like um, learning learning the hard way, learning what didn't work is also <laughs> a great. I think that's probably the better teacher than Google for most, but. Yeah. But at least you can be pre- feel like you've prepared yourself. I mean, just a little bit of preparation, I feel like goes miles sometimes. You always sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Also overthinking, planning for, that's where I'm really good, planning yeah. for every what what if scenario or, or, you know, every possible chance or case. That's what keeps me up at night. But I figure if, if that's the key to it, then I should be the most confident person in the world, but I'm not. <laughs> that's how it works, huh? No. So like the first, first quick Google search, how to fake confidence. And the first thing that came up was like a list of like nine, and it's like the, the super... I'm not going to drop them because I don't know if we're copyrighted and if I can say it or not. Uh, but the the big brands, when you Google, the first things that come up on like helpful articles and like the, the listicles of like nine different things that you can do to fake confidence. So I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw them down. We'll, we'll see if any of them stand out um, or you're like, well, yeah, I already do that on a daily. Um, first one, jot down some BA moments that you've had and keep it as a reminder. <laughs> No, I don't do that. I think I don't even think they're like in a mental note. Oh, I, I I don't write them down, but I got a couple mental notes. I got a couple ones that stick up there that I'm like, yeah, I did that. I can do hard stuff. But I don't think I do that. Maybe I have to think about that one. I'll come back to you on that. If I'm, if I'm wrong, I will definitely let you know, but I can't think of anything where I'm like, yeah, you're totally awesome. Oh, I, so I went to an, see, this is, it's a funny one. So I went for an interview at a, a company that I already worked for. It was just in a different uh, location, different town. And I interviewed and the group that I was interviewing with, they had a reputation. They had a really good store to work for. So I was really, really nervous going into it. And I was, I knew I was not prepared for it, like as far as skill level and experience, but I'm like, I'm going to do it anyways, because why not? Um, but I went in, totally thought I bombed the interview, like just did not feel confident about it at all. So the epitome question that they always ask at the end of an interview, why should we hire you? And this is where I took, like, based on your face, you're waiting for it. Totally just phoned it in. And I was like, what's the worst that happens? I'm just going to go all out and see how this works. And this was back when How I Met Your Mother was kind of a big deal still. Like it was a popular show. And I embraced like the Barney Stenson and was like, because I'm awesome. And that's I like, I think I said a follow-up sentence, but I don't, I don't remember what exactly I said, but I'm like, I walked out of there and I called my boss from where I was headed back to. And they're like, how'd it go? And I'm like, totally bombed. Like, this is how I ended the interview. Cause like, what's the word? Less than 10 minutes later, I got a call back or they, my HR person got a call back and they're like, Hey, we want her. So, I mean, it worked in that case, but that, so, so like what happens. Yeah. The mental note, mental <laughs> note on it. Always <laughs> how it happens. You think you bomb it and you're like, no like society 
tells you, no, you didn't actually vomit. The more, the more you feel internally that you screwed it up, the more normal it was. <laughs> Which is so counterintuitive. Well, maybe we don't always know what's best. Amen to that. Agreed. <laughs> we'll not argue that point. Um, second one was act like you are qualified. And so that varies depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, I do know. I do have a fun fact. See, I knew one was going to jump in here. I was going to say, you can't go on without. No, I've got lots of fun facts and terrible jokes in case anybody wants to hear that. I was going to say, it's like not having a joke. Right? I always have a joke ready. (laughs) So act like you're qualified. So recently applied for a new job, got some, some coaching along the way with it, and men are more likely to apply for a job that they have, you know, half or less of the qualifications on where females tend to, if they do not have almost all the qualifications, if they don't check like eight out of nine boxes or seven out of nine, they will not apply for a job. Hmm. So maybe, maybe that was act like you're qualified. You know, I, I have the skills, even if I don't, I'm going to act like I do. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. And two, I think a part of it, hundred percent for you is you are adaptable and maybe because you worked there already, but you know, that's not a hard trait to be able to pinpoint in people, I don't think. And so being at least confident in that, knowing who you are and who you can become is totally based on you and you're willing, you know, you're willing to pick up those whatever five six qualifications you don't be you aren't able to check off maybe before the interview yeah and I I also wonder if people look at it and they may not be qualified in it already but is it something I feel like I could be qualified in like oh I take xyz there's plenty of stuff out on the internet to figure out how to do it right yeah if you yeah uh, you can learn how I'm gonna throw I'm not even throwing them under the bus Great. He learned how to play guitar and whatever from Google. I mean, his dad plays, my husband, Ben. His dad plays, but he learned how to do all that stuff and how to get better and all the things he knows from Google. For real? So I never, he will tell I you never that. would guess that. Yeah, he will tell you that 100%. He gloats about it. And, and that's not, I really don't even feel like it's gloating. He's just like, it, there's absolutely no reason that you can't be great at this if I can be great at this because I Google it. So. I, I think I've made the joke before. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and everything else I need to know I can find on Google. Yeah. I mean, and really anything you need to know from the Bible, you can Google. The interwebs is a very interesting place. Good and evil both exist there, but the amount of oh, the amount sure. of information at our fingertips is scary. Yes. Maybe we'll hit on that on another bill, another day. Oh, that could be <laughs> fun. We could just go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> we'll never uh, get it all. I, we would i was gonna say that episode would never end uh the next point point number three was imitate the greats mm. yeah i i would say i do that yeah i know who to reference anyways obviously my number one reference always is jesus you know i always i, I know that one you know what i mean I, I just know that one so i'm like you know jesus did this why can't i so but otherwise yeah especially depending on where you're at and what you're doing. Yeah. In the worldly example, I'm trying to like picture Jesus sitting behind a desk doing my job. And I'm just like, Hmm, that's, nice. a, that's a great that's a, image. 
that's a fun image because I'm like, I think I know there's one instance where he flipped the table in um in the Bible. I might oh, yeah. be at least a table flipper too in my job. Oh, jeez. Oh, <sighs> Definitely different circumstances, but yeah. I guess for me it's a little harder or e- not harder, easier for me to imagine or compare myself and my situations just being most of the time, you know, on hundred percent, just human interaction. That's all I really do. Even I guess when I'm at work, I don't really do computer a little, but most of the time human interaction. So for me, if God can deal with, you know, if Jesus can deal with unruly, you know, Pharisees or whatever, whoever, I can deal with a patient who just doesn't want to pay their bill. Like I can deal with that. I just need to be patient. (laughs) Jesus can say, you know, look at these children and be like these children. Maybe I should change my view about the way my child is screaming at me right now. I mean, there's got to be truth to that. Like we just need to calm down a minute. (laughs) Do you think they call patients patients for a reason? Uh, I don't know. There is so many. Sometimes we refer to them. I mean, different. It would be clients and stuff. So it's like to me that one's more relatable. It's a client. It's their clients. <laughs> patience for your patience. <laughs> that sounds like a hallmark. A long time. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time, so I'm only reliving like the worst ones. There are so many good, you know, good times that you can have with patience and your patients having patience with you and you not knowing. So there's not always bad ones, but sometimes they outweigh the good ones. It's the next one. Uh, do what you're good at. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone's confident in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, positive affirmations. Tell yourself positive affirmations, put them around. I have been known um, in case anybody needs this and is going to use this. Dry erase markers work great on mirrors. Mm-hmm. So when you brush your teeth in the morning, I know I've put a couple quotes on there before or like reminders of things that I need to know. Red's a little harder to get off just for the record. But. Yes. Red, is, <laughs> red is not your friend, but if hey, they will eventually come off. Heart shaped messages that are red. Maybe just do the black one. Just leave it with the black. They're all sweet, but the red just... <laughs> uh, it's like A for effort for, for being yeah. sweet, but F for execution. Oops, we're not going to use the red one again. <laughs> we might have left it up there a little too long. I think that has, time has, you know, some influence on those too. So when you're done with it, maybe just go. It's not insensitive. Just go ahead and scrub that off. <laughs> I like that you clarified it's not insensitive. <laughs> you loved it. I loved it. Maybe it's been a couple days, but it's got to go wax on wax up uh the next one um which i did not know this one i learned something to adjust your what what words you use so instead of saying the biggest one that they said is take the word just j-u-s-t just out of your vocabulary instead mm-hmm. of saying i just want to check on that spreadsheet or i just want to do this because it makes you seem less less confident mm. confidence for sure but it also can uh lead you down the path of a, almost like pride I feel like too a little bit or that's I just need to do this or you're more important does that make sense 
don't know the word I'm looking for there. I think if you pull just out of it, it opens the opportunity for more to come of it. So I'm just here to do this makes it sound like I, I don't have time for anything else, but true. Hey, kind of like we're just recording a podcast. No, we're here to report, record a podcast, get to know each other, do life, make fun of your husband. Yeah. I mean, everybody, ourselves, <laughs> make fun of ourselves. Yes. Self-deprecating <laughs> humor is, is great to me. The only one that matters. Uh, next one, ask questions. So I think you know this. I'm great at asking questions. Um, Are you? I am. I am. I think, I think there's um, a line on this one, though. You can ask questions, and it said to ask questions because it seems like you're leading the conversation. But when you ask questions, make sure they're pertinent, informed, and not over the top. Are you asking for too much information or are you asking for just enough or are you just asking for clarification? Yeah, my mind went a hundred different directions there, but I, the one I really want to stick with is um, the movie, the Dis- I think it's Disney. I want to say it's Disney. Um, Zootopia, where the rabbit, you know, she's wanting to be a police officer, blah, blah, blah. Well, she gets this big break and she they're doing this press conference and this fox is giving her advice which everybody says rabbit shouldn't be with foxes but they he gives her this great advice don't be nervous just answer all their questions with questions and that totally backfired on her so <laughs> it's a movie but <laughs> the answer questions with questions yes i can't remember what the questions were but you know it's a press conference so it's heated and she goes you know, whatever. And so at first it was okay. And then it turned out kind of okay. Oh, 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 oh. And downhill it went. <laughs> it's a good yeah. one. I like that one. I mean, imagine responding to your kids' questions because how old are your kids right now? Four and two. So imagine responding back to your four year old when he asks you a question with a question. It would be never ending. You would never get, <laughs> somebody <laughs> would get frustrated and give up. I give up usually before I ever even answer. Mom, why can't I do this? Because you can't. But why? It's like, oh gosh. Mom, how do I, this today, how do I open this umbrella? You don't. <laughs> you don't. Because I don't want you opening it. Leave the umbrella alone. Oh, man, you gotta love him. <laughs> He's definitely confident. <laughs> if I ask, my mom's gonna tell me. <laughs> uh, there's there's a quote out there I don't even remember where I saw it but act with the confidence of a four-year-old in a Batman t-shirt he definitely has one with a cape on it he's confident in it when when he wears that does he do some things that you are like what are you doing like why do you think that's okay to like jump off the table stuff like that like he's not my daredevil it's the other one that I have to worry about but he they both wore their cape shirts he has a Paw Patrol one with a cape and he led the way yeah that day was a little different it looked different (laughs) <laughs> but they usually don't jump off things, but they aren't allowed on things usually. Yeah, I would probably, most workplaces, it's probably not safe. It's probably a safety thing, but I think we should all wear a metaphorical cape. Put your cape Why on. Why would it be safe? What's wrong with that? It could You're get adult. caught on things. Huh? It could get caught on things. Like think about it in like a factory setting or something. You could catch them I guess there. I'm thinking about working from home. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck can go wrong? Yeah, I mean, now that I'm like, that's a really good point working from home. I'm like, I want you all to imagine as I'm editing and putting these out, I'm probably going to start wearing a cape. That's probably going to be my <laughs> official uniform. That's just Velcro. That's what I don't even worry about it with them because it gets stuck on something. It's just going to rip off. 
So that's all you have to do. Get some, some Velcro. Hot glue that sucker on there. Got a Velcro patch cape. <laughs> you can be Superwoman if you want. I'll even sew, sew the Velcro on there so it doesn't fall off my shirt. Next <sighs> time you see me, there is a high probability I will be wearing a cape, just for the record. Have you ever sewed Velcro before? If you have this skill, or do you use your sewing machine? Oh, it's a sewing machine, and it's not my sewing machine. This is probably where I'm going to phone it in and call mom. There you go. Okay, yeah. It's not one of my favorite things, so that's why I asked. Yeah, um, I'm going to continue to use my mom while she's alive. <laughs> like she was going to teach me how to can green beans over the weekend. I just, I, I worked both days and I didn't have enough time. And um, she's like, do you just want me to do it? And I confidently said, yes. Dude, that's a great thing to learn though. So don't pass that up next time. No, I'm, go- I'm going to learn. We're going to can that. And we're going to can all sorts of stuff. But Although I feel like you can Google that. That's perfect because that is literally, that was the next piece of advice, which I thought was great. This is how you know you live in a modern world because it said, when in doubt, YouTube it or Google it. Yeah, but it's sometimes when you can't, you know, you're already in that situation and you can't just like Google it right now. You got to be prepared for the preparation of the Google. Now, use Google anymore. At least I try not to, but it gets, it's addicting. You just get this like rabbit hole and you're gone. Oh yeah. Um, You're gone. And I mean, this is definitely one of the things that uh, we have slated for another episode, but we're talking about uh, being careful when you Google because just because it's on the internet does not make it true. Yep. Um, but we're also going to go with, with the fact that because there is so much out on the internet, if you come across it multiple times, there's probably a good chance it's fairly reliable. Mm. Arguable. At least at its minimum, it's arguable. Yeah. So, um, but like YouTube and, and being able to watch how to do things on there. Obviously you said that YouTube has worked well for your husband. He's made, I mean, that's what he kind of does now. We won't mention yeah. where, where he works, but I mean, that's because of YouTube and Google and everything he's now got, he's now yeah. able to do what he does. So, yeah, I would say so. Life experience too. It's got him to where he is, but. Oh yeah, that absolutely too. Yeah, because he had a lot of experience there, but yeah. And I I had to laugh at the last one. Uh, they did make an edit to this post. So if anybody's read this post before and they, they're like, that's not what the last one was. They've made an edit. Um, the edit was uh, the superhero pose. It was um, featured on an episode of Grey's Anatomy where Amelia was having a brain tumor. And they said, you know, if you stood in the superhero pose with your shoulders back, head up, hands on your hip, kind of like Superman stands um, for five minutes. If it fakes the confidence and it boosts endorphins and all that. Um, hmm. So that was inconclusive. They were not able to duplicate the results. So the researcher that did the study can't say for certain. I'm not going to knock it because I've done it before. Sometimes in how you stand will help. It's a, and it helps get your brain mentally where you're, where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but since they took that one out, they added another one. If you had to guess, what do you think it would have been? I'm sorry, I missed where we were going there. What do you, you think had, what would have been? What do you think their updated number nine tip is? I have no idea. I, I laugh when I read it. Something about eating something. Nope. <sighs> Except the compliment when you get it. Uh, yes. When the interviewer says that, wow, you did a really great job on that, and you thought you bombed it, just say, thank you. I really appreciate that. You are right. I did. <laughs> but I, I read it and I was like, 
I think it's maybe God telling me something, like, because it's come up multiple times. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Uh, repeat, for sure. <laughs> so, obviously, that was that was nine, nine tips or tricks of what you can be uh, doing or how you're supposed to act. Um, any, any thoughts on those that just pop out that you're like, wait, I needed to say this? No, I was just thinking about that last one that they removed, though. I just mean the positioning of what you're doing and I mean that goes with a lot of things but I was just it popped into my head just like maybe not superhero stance but like when you're praying you you pray in a pose to get into that state of mind or mode or whatever you want to use the word for and so I I would agree I would tend to agree with you that that has some if not it's just psychological it makes you be in that place because you're feeling in that place your body does feel in that place well i think it's kind of like sports or anything else that you do repetition it's it's kind of muscle memory and it Mm -hmm. helps train your focus and it's kind of like a routine so like when you wake up in the morning probably if you look at your morning habits you're probably doing the same thing most mornings when you wake up like for me first thing i do is shut off the alarm well First thing I do is snooze the alarm for probably a half hour because I'm a snoozer. Oh, you're that's one of those. A, yeah, that's a whole different story. Oh, yeah. Put that down for a topic. How the, to cause a straight up divorce real quick. <laughs> Why they made snooze on the Apple nine minutes. Why? Why is it nine minutes? Why can't you edit it? I'd like to. Because it gets sooner and sooner. Like it, Ours doesn't. Mine doesn't. It's always nine minutes. But if you if your alarm was set at 8 a.m. and then it was 8, 10, 8, 20, your brain stops being able to do simple math in the morning. So when it's 8 o'clock and then 8, 09 and then 8, 18 and then 8, 20, whatever. Yeah. So it's Mine that whole. That. So it, it kind of makes you start freaking out like, oh, crap, I need to get up because you it's not easy math to do, I think. I don't know. Again, maybe I should research it. This is to an extent. We should probably at least fact check a little bit before I open my mouth. Nah, it's, yeah. And that's an opinion-based statement. All I want to say about that is that's just the most irritating. Why it's nine minutes. You used to be able to, in the good old days, make your snooze whatever length of time you want. Good old days. Good old days. You act like you walked uphill both ways to school through five foot of snow, too. You know what? I lived close enough. There was really no hills. We live in Ohio. Come on. <laughs> hills if you're in Southern Ohio. Uh, more like jogs. <laughs> I guess Southern. So, so I did think that was a good, I, I thought it was a pretty good list. It had some good things. Um, but I think, I think some things on there are a little more, um, require some research, require some thought. Um, where some of these other things, I, I just with my psychology background and just kind of life experience, I guess, I can't say I know everything, but I've got, I think I picked up a couple trips, tricks along the way. So do you have any, uh, final thoughts on fake it if you must? I don't. The only other thing I wrote was about speaking into life, which I think we touched on before was speaking into life and speaking in truth. I mean, that's the best confidence you can get. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think for this episode, I think that's about it. 
feel free if you have any thoughts or comments or anything else you'd like uh, you can follow us on our socials um, at, to an extent we're on twitter and we're on uh, facebook and feel free to also email us at to an extent at yahoo.com um, we'll be reading that hope to uh, hear some things from you guys uh, maybe you have some differing opinions we would love to hear it and maybe one day we will have enough commentary to jump back and address some of those and kind of rehash these conversations Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're still listening. Guess what? We have a bonus episode coming out. You're going to get this whole conversation uncut, unedited. Keep an eye out. It's coming at you.